turn the volume up. You're listening to Bushrod Music Radio. Hey, Scott. Hello. Hey, man. Got you finally. Finally, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. No problem, man. It's it's been a long time coming and I appreciate your patience, man. What's going on this today? Yeah, all good. I mean I mean I got out of bed about two hours ago. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just had a cup of Java and trying to get started myself. It's it's been a long time coming, man. I've been anticipating getting a chance to to talk to you and to to let you know how I appreciate you sending sending over the music. We really yeah. appreciate that. That's cool. Thank you very much. I got Tom with me as well. Hiya. Hey, Tom. Tom, this is uh, Julius, a.k.a. Bushrod from Bushrod Music Radio. And uh, just to let you guys know that uh, since we're the, the power of the Internet allows us to to speak globally, uh, Bushrod Music Radio is, is based in baker louisiana and louisiana is in the southernmost part of the of the miss of the uh, united states and the state of louisiana uh, sits at the mouth of the mississippi river and borders the gulf of mexico hence we have a lot of hurricanes here and uh, it's just part of the natural disasters i imagine that that everybody's experiencing in their own geography and uh if you if you don't know about Louisiana, know anything about it, it Louisiana, uh, the capital of Louisiana is Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge sits about one hour to the west of New Orleans, which you've probably heard of. Yeah, yeah. And about four hours uh, uh, to the east of Houston, Houston, Texas, and uh, hence hence the 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 geography lesson for this morning for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> our listeners. And uh, and where are you all based? We're in gloomy Oxfordshire. Yeah, UK. UK, Oxford. And yeah. uh, how does that how does that sit in relation to London, which we've all, all most of us have heard of? Uh, we're about an hour and a half west okay. of um London, yeah, pretty close, or between London and Birmingham, if you've heard of Birmingham as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, you guys have been busy this summer, I hear, too. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the chaos really kicked off, didn't it? Yeah, we um, we done a fair few festivals, which we thought we'd never do. We did um, a truck festival, which is our biggest one locally. It's had bands like manic street preachers and kasabian there so that was pretty incredible being on that bill yeah that was definitely the highlight of our summer because we had to enter a competition and everything to get into that and then we were finally actually there was a vote but we didn't get through on the vote but we were actually picked by the festival to play okay okay i think um i don't know if if your listeners in this area got a chance to vote but i think lee sent me something where i was able to vote and yeah the, the truck, the Cornberry Festival. What's that? Oh, that was a fun one. That's a, another sort of local one. Quite a big okay. one for slightly like more like classic acts, I guess. Like it's got a bit of an older 
audience but we did it with um a local radio station windrush radio and they put on a stage there and they asked us to play and we played in morning friday morning wasn't it yeah yeah so we just showed up and played and that it was morning for us yeah (laughs) that was um that was crazy that was such a cool stage and it just that really kick-started our summer really and all the insanity of sleeping in tents and driving and yeah, just everything <laughs> feels like we didn't rest for two months really well i'm sure it increased your fan base as well because i tune in to windrush occasionally when i hear some of the artists that i play from quick fix are going to be doing some live stuff or you know they're going to rebroadcast uh things you know excerpts from the festivals like y'all participated in so that radio station has also been good for helping, you know, increase your fan base, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, big shout out to Ferg. He's been real, real good to us this summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so guys, I got Tom and uh, Scott here. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your roles uh, in the band. So I started, I think I joined in 2017. Before that, it was just Daisy and her acoustic guitar. She was a bit of a singer-songwriter. She needed um, some extra elements to the music. And I joined and we were going for about about three and a half to four years of just us two making music over lockdown in our room and releasing it all ourselves. And then I think, when was it? About this time last year, Tom joined. And brought the grooves. Yeah. So okay. okay. there's so some of the singles you've been hearing. Okay. Well, actually, yeah, the two singles were sort of my first bit with the band. And then um they gave me four days to learn them. <laughs> uh, and went and we recorded them and saw that sort of kick started it all. Never expected to actually be in the band. It was never spoken about. But then beginning of this year, we decided it was working and yeah, so, yeah, so I came in as the drummer and with that became a lot of other problems to solve. Like, so I do a lot of the tech as well. Techie Tom. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, like, I like to sort of be in charge of our stage sound myself at the moment. So okay. I got more boxes than I need, but. <laughs> well, that's how it is when you're independent, man. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Daisy is, is kind of the, uh, the starter of the group. Then She plays acoustic guitar and sings. Uh, she started off playing acoustic when there was no one else. Obviously, she needed some music to go with her <laughs> right, right. melodies, I suppose. But yeah, she's the, the front woman. She's currently babysitting at the minute, so she can't do this. She needs the oh, extra money. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm glad. I was really only expecting Scott, so I'm glad you're here too, Tom. That's oh. great. That's I don't great. think I could have done it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Y'all are going to be... Uh all all hands at this after a while because you're going to have radio stations and all kind of people seeking you out to talk to uh so so tom you're you're you do vocals too oh no 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 i play drums <laughs> i can't sing <laughs> no that's the only downfall of us two we're not in tune with ourselves are we no uh we'd love <laughs> some backing vocals and stuff but i'm definitely not no, geared for that sadly well you know it comes i mean if you play music you you will eventually develop an ear for singing uh it may not be solo type stuff but i i yeah. think you will eventually uh get in tune enough to do some background vocals 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's true for all of music as well. The amount we've developed over this year, mm. like, it sounds crazy, but we've only really just started songwriting properly because uh -huh. of, of all the gigs, you know. It was just learning the set. And, yeah, we've developed so much. Like, yeah, it's, Learning it's... new skills all the time. Speaking of gigs, that's a good problem to have, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't really complain. I mean, we did play the same set for, like, five months. But... Yeah, we just didn't have any time to change it up well that was a uh well, that was a long run you know even if it was the same set man that means you know people were were wanting y'all to, to keep coming back definitely yeah it couldn't believe it <laughs> really couldn't believe it happened right i heard you mention COVID and how that had uh, sort of you know jump-started the creativity you know and i've i've talked to a lot of artists who have said the same thing you know just being inside and being locked away kind of got the creative juices flowing you know kind of elaborate on that a little bit if you could yeah so when was it 2019 was lockdown was it yeah, 2020 yeah. i can't cut both yeah it feels like forever ago. but yeah there was nothing else to do we couldn't leave the house well we could but obviously not do anything fun so we were just locked away in the room and uh, yeah, me and Daisy managed to write, I think we released 11 tunes that year, which wow. is a bit, yeah, it's a bit stupid, but we were, we just felt like we could, we may as well do it, you know, no point waiting. That was actually, what, 2020 was my first little bit with the band, actually, because I did a little acoustic cover with you guys in the garden of Concentrate. Yeah, when lockdown sort of eased up and we could have people around, Tom would come around and he'd sit in the garden on his cajon. That was a good time. Yeah, never, never thought I'd actually be in the band at that point. We were just goofing. Really. <laughs> yeah, I was locked away in the, in the bedroom. I was listening to one of, uh, reading one of the uh, captions uh, that y'all have on, I think it's it's Bandcamp, and it says your three-piece bedroom pop band and you combine sounds from all kinds of instruments, synthesizers and whatever's just laying around. And uh, I guess, you know, creativity, you know, has a way of, 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 of doing that, just, just enabling you to use whatever is available to you. Oh, definitely. We've got so many random little instruments lying around. We can't particularly play any of them very well. <laughs> but if you can get a cool sound out of it, it's worth it. Oh, absolutely, man. You can do a lot a lot with, with DAWs nowadays in terms of improving the quality of sound. You can do some sound engineering yourself and you'd be surprised what you can get out of it well it's interesting you say that actually because we've sort of been moving away from the computer a little bit at the moment we've been using sort of focusing on using synths and drum machines i think oh. to sort of the sort of creativity through limitation mm. aspect of it sort of see how what we can get out of these little boxes and like make songs that way which has been going quite well it's quite cool. fun yeah well yeah well that's that's going to develop your musicianship as well. It's always, you know, good to be able to to play instruments as you know as as well as being able to program uh, electronic instruments. But uh, this way, you you probably end up starting to produce some of your own music. Are you you doing that too? Uh, we did a lot. Uh, before Tom joined but now we're starting to move on to like friends we met in college and university and just getting more people involved just mm -hmm. sort of take us that step further I'd say yeah it's like new just having that other person that's not 
in the band and just focusing on one little project just really adds something that we wouldn't do like a different mm. flavor i guess like it's, it's more exciting that way i think yeah i i, I also saw in, in part of a biography piece y'all had printed that that you've had a collegiate experience so you you are you guys still in school no no with well tom you left uni i graduated uni in 2020 2020 okay yeah me and daisy and tom all met in college in 2015 and we left in 2017 so now we're far away from school now (laughs) yeah but you guys have you know, you say you originally met in 2015. You've you've been knowing each other for a while. Mm. And, you know that makes for you know some 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 synthesizing on its own. You know, a lot of bands get together and they just really don't last. But you guys seem to uh, to have a lasting relationship. Well, I think it's because we were all mates before. Like me and Daisy have been mates now for eight years. Me and Tom, we talked a little bit in college, but we really became friends at Truck in 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, so we were, we were just mates before music, and I think that, that helps our relationship, that we're not just in a band because, oh, you play an instrument, let's get together and do it. It was like, no, nah, let's, let's just join a band with our friends, and it just seems a lot funner that way. Yeah, the, the collegiate experience has a way of, of increasing, you know, your ability to d- diversify and just just meet people, you know, uh, even though, like you said, you all were friends originally, but I'm sure you've met a lot of other people with different ethnic backgrounds and cultures too, you know, that help, you know, broaden your experiences. Uh, I, that was my experience when I was in college a long time ago too. Well, yeah, especially like with music being such a, open thing you know everyone loves music and even just like throughout the summer gigging and playing all these different events yeah you said you just meet so many people you know even people you might not see again but you always have an interesting experience just chatting to this one band or this one promoter yeah music is it's a universal language that's for sure that's for sure everybody can find something in common in terms of liking a piece you know, and just just feeling the groove or the beat from something uh, you don't, even if you don't understand the language. I mean, you can relate to to folks' music, you know, from different backgrounds and cultures. Uh, having that in mind, I know you all uh, have a relationship with Quick Fix Recordings, and uh, I know that's somewhat formal. Uh, it's 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 are. Are you all planning to continue with Quick Fix for promotional opportunities? Yeah, we've got um, an EP in the works that should be coming out start of next year. So we're keeping going with that. Yeah, it's just been really cool working with another, like more people pretty much because we released music independently for so long. And now we've got like a structure down Uh working with Quick Fix. So it's really helped us in that sense. Yeah, have you all done any any remixes with any of their other audience uh, artists yet? I know that they they like to do stuff like that too. EP remixes. Uh, we haven't really looked into that too much yet. I think we've just really been focusing on the um, sort of the release and sure and but yeah, I mean we have sort of spoken about it a little bit. I'm not re- we're not really sure what 
sort of direction we're going to go with that. But it's yeah, it's definitely an interesting option. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Bushrod Music Radio plays at least one of the tunes that you all released through Quick Fix. Uh, and we hope to play more, but Misunderstanding You, that tune really caught our attention because, for lack of a better term, it had a kind of pop soul flavor for us. Uh, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us tell us a little bit about how that, that tune came about. Um, I think we, me and Daisy started writing it about four months before Tom joined, we had a basic demo, like the keys and the, like a drum machine part on it. And it, it sounded good, but it didn't sound how we wanted. So we thought we needed some live elements to it regarding the drums. So we asked Tom obviously to record for us. He, he learned it in four days. I'm pretty sure he had five days. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, that was a fun one. It didn't feel like there was anything ever getting in the way of it. It felt very, it was flowing. It was like ideas were coming out. If they didn't work, they didn't. Uh-huh. But, you know, it didn't feel like it was difficult to get through because some tunes you can spend six months on and you get nothing out of it. Other tunes you can spend a couple of weeks on and you've pretty much got the finished product. Yeah, I'm curious, how does the, the, the home base audience respond to it? Well, I, think they, I think they like it. It sounds... It's a bit melancholy in the lyrics and the the vibe, but I think it's got a summary. Yeah, I mean, we've had a few sort of reviews in like some local magazines and stuff, and that's what everyone keeps saying about our stuff. Like, we got this cool summary vibe, which uh, I have to agree with. It's kind of even though the, the lyrics, yeah, can be a bit melancholy. We definitely don't write sad songs, sort of musically. <laughs> no. Well, I, I can, you know, from, from my vantage point, I can tell you it's got a lot of crossover opportunity as far as as, as reaching, you know, the, the U.S. audience. Uh, I feel like it's it's something that, you know, still got some traction in terms of, of uh, a ways to go. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that it's going to have a, a lasting flavor, I think, that, you know, you if it hits hit uh if it goes to hit status it may take a year to do that and i guess what i'm saying is don't give up on it no definitely not it's a it's a grower not a show <laughs> yeah well i mean no what we'll, we don't know how our songs are gonna end up or how well they're gonna do but i think we're putting out stuff that people should want to listen to yeah, it. I well, mean, we like it. Yeah, that's it. You can only make music for yourself, really. And if you're into it, you just hope that other people get that. If they don't, they don't. But, you know. Well, what you're going to find, the longer that you're into it, you're going to be your worst critic. So just in, in a lot of cases, you don't like it, but other people do. Yeah, no, definitely. There's There's many tunes we've done that we just can't listen back to. Well, especially me, anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, I hear people say that all the time that that it's something that really goes over well. Oh, and they'll tell you, oh, that wasn't our favorite or mm. that wasn't our pick for lead release on an EP or an LP, and it, it was something that you probably had uh, would have had some hesitance about releasing because you didn't like it, but the audience really likes it. Yeah. That's it. Well, I hope as we 
hopefully grow as a band and build a bit more of an audience. It'd be interesting to see what, like, as we get, if we get more feedback, what people actually like. Yeah. I mean, we're in such an, like, an experimental phase right now. Like, we're working on so much different sort of sounds. I think we have a sound, like, we sound like days, but working on sort of slightly different projects and just seeing what fits, really. Yeah, the, the multi-genre uh, facet of what you're doing, I think, is going to help you You uh, not necessarily pigeonhole yourself. You know, and sometimes you want to do that, sometimes you don't. Mm. Uh, the, the multi-genre uh, status, I think, that you, you profess a lot is, is, is good. It's good. Um, I wanted to, with that in mind, I wanted to ask you about uh, what's coming out, uh, where you hope to go for the rest of the year. I think I heard Tom said something about an EP possibly releasing at the beginning of next year, hopefully. Uh, well, yeah, so EP next year, which has been quite a long time in the works, but we really just want to make sure it's it's good. You yeah. know, it's our first, like, it was the first release as this as a trio. evolution of the band yeah, first and ep as a trio i think it's taken quite a long time to get it sounding right because it's just a new elements but don't really, want to release anything for the sake of it do we no we have time to make things good and i think sort of next year i'd say expect a lot of new music from us new vibes like yeah. i said we're experimenting and just got quite a lot of stuff planned so working with some more people like people we met in college and mates yeah i mean just a shout out to like all of our friends as well like we know some very talented people oh yeah and we're lucky that they want to work with us as well definitely oh yeah that's a good that's a good spot to be in it sounds like without saying y'all y'all have got a lot of stuff you're holding back am i hearing you right yeah well it's just stuff that's just sort of starting at the moment you know like like you said we want to release stuff that is good and that we're we're not going to rush into releases. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the uh, I'm looking at something else here just to get a little bit about the inspiration for you know some individual songs. Uh, there was a B-side uh, tune, "Bad Habits" on "Misunderstanding." Uh, on the other side of "Misunderstanding You," am I reading that correct? Yeah, that was the. Bandcamp B side, I think it was only on Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah. I was, was only on Bandcamp. Okay, and you've released another tune since Misunderstanding You, right? Yeah, twenty one fifteen, which was sort of our, our our nod to a little bit. I don't know, a little bit of classic hip hop in the verses, and then we just wanted to have a massive chorus, like a pop chorus in it. Yeah, we've been listening to a lot of. A lot of old school hip hop during the summer and before that. Tom loves his tribe at the minute. Yeah, a tribe called Quest, really. So it'll give me a lot of inspiration for my drum beats and those sort of more hip hoppy tunes. Well, good. That seems like that might be one of the next ones we'd like our audience to uh, be exposed to as well, the 2115, because I don't think we're playing that one yet. Definitely. But, you know, we can we can do that. We can do that. It's got a good chorus, I'd say. That's my review. Yeah, it's got a good you chorus. Like, like the hook, huh? Yeah, the hooks. It's hooky. It's hooky. Oh. No, I'm definitely proud of. I'm very proud of that. One. Oh yeah, the production sounds great on it. 
Go on the long way with a good hook, man. Some songs are more hooked than anything. <laughs> but uh you know, I, I, your 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 band, your music is worth playing. It's not like a lot of stuff that ends up on the air, man. You know, some you know, some of the even the celebrity stuff, you know, they're just paying paying money to get their, their music played and it's really not that good. <laughs> Fortunately, you know, we have uh, mediums like this, you know, the podcast and the internet radio station like ours that helps band like bands like yours, you know, really get to the people, you know, I mean, good, music, you know, real music uh, that's worth listening to. And that's going to have a lasting impact. You know, it's not here today and gone tomorrow. Definitely. That's the dream. That's it. That's it. So tell our audience a little bit about how they can follow you on social media and how they can listen to your music, uh, where, what streaming platforms, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just call out your, your profile handles if you don't mind. So we're on all the major online streaming services. Uh, just search Days and the band on Instagram and the Facebooks and the TikToks. And then we're just Days on Spotify. Good, good. Uh, I follow you all uh, mostly on uh, Instagram and, and Twitter. And uh, our station, you know, has a decent presence more so on uh, Instagram. And that's, and hopefully we can get you guys to uh, work with us and produce a liner for, for 2115 when we start to play it. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be sick. We can get some reels going to further promote uh, that one. Cool, cool. I look forward to to working with you all, and and you coming back for at least a, another interview when the new EP comes out, and hopefully we can get Daisy say hello to Daisy, everybody for me too. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like we'll hit you up when that sort of absolute traction. For sure, sure. We got to get the get the front lady. Uh, <laughs> to talk to us as as well, and uh, but I'm glad you two were able to be here, and I apologize for the technical difficulty <laughs> earlier this morning. Uh, all right, so good. But I'm glad we were able to uh, to get through. Is there any any other shout outs y'all want to send out before we go? Just to everyone we've been working with over the past year, like helping us because. It's not only been us. There's been a lot of background people that's been working very hard to get us to where we are. Yeah, you've mentioned them before, but you know, Quick Fix and Lee. Quick Fix. You've got Liam, Mate, Alberto. Yeah, guys that worked on our track. Who's, yeah, who's you know. the client? Uh, who's, who's, uh, the producer, uh, Lime Corain. Oh, Liam Corain. Liam, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you want to shout out your artwork credit, folks? I mean, y'all have oh, some yeah, nice yeah. album covers. Jade, Jade's been doing the so Jade Green art on Instagram. She's been doing the Misunderstanding and Twenty One Fifteen, and she'll do the EP. So she's been doing the uh, the newer singles. And yeah, we're buzzed by it. She do. It looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she's done an incredible cover for our EP, which we're all very excited to share. Yeah, we're excited so. to share that one. That's really cool. 
I would agree. I would agree. Absolutely. So we're not going to hold you all. I know you're busy today, and and uh, thank you for taking time out of your out of your busy schedule to to talk to us across the pond. And I think we're about six hours apart. It's only about it's still morning here. It's eight forty five a.m. What time is it there? That's coming up to three in the afternoon. About six hours apart, but. Uh, we finally got this done, and finally, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Yeah, thank you very much for having us. Yeah, it's been an honor. You're welcome, and uh, I'll send you uh, a shout out, a heads up when the podcast goes live uh, for our listening audience. Uh, check us out on Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you normally uh, get podcasts. Talk to you guys soon, and thanks again for getting together. Thank you very yeah, much, sound, man. You're welcome. Later Have a week. good day. You too. Bye. Bye. Here's music by Days, the band, to close out.